Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, Today's podcast is going to be more short and sweet, but I hope it's a powerful message for you and I hope that it resonates with a lot of you. So I talk to a lot of people about bulimia. (laughs) You know, imagine that, that I talk to a lot of people about bulimia. But what I see that kind of breaks my heart about a lot of people that struggle with bulimia is they think that they need to get their bulimia under control to do things, to get their life back, to start things. And I think the opposite is true. I think that you should start trying to live your life right now and start trying your darndest to expand your life as much as possible outside of bulimia, to make bulimia smaller and smaller in your life and make other things much more important. The thing is, is bulimia becomes this activity, right? It becomes this thing in your life. It becomes what you do, um, kind of like that secret lover, that secret partner. You hang out with food, hang out with some Ben and Jerry's after work. It's the thing, it's your pastime. And a lot of people, when they're trying to recover, they have to go through this phase of letting go of bulimia and um, breaking up with it. And then if they don't have anything to fall back on, it makes recovery that much harder to leave because it's kind of like, what else do I want? What else do I want to do? Especially when you're going through the withdrawal of having that major high from bulimia, that major binge high and the ups and downs, normal mundane life isn't necessarily as enjoyable as that those um, crazy highs you get from a sugar binge, right? But I was talking to someone the other day, a really amazing client, and he mentioned that he wanted to fall in love with the normalcy of life, you know, the normal parts of life. Bulimia had kind of caught into this point where he didn't enjoy the regular parts of life that most people find enjoyable. And you see this a lot with drug addicts, right? It's kind of like, they stop thinking about, they stop getting enjoyment from normal things like taking care of their kids or having time with a partner or going for a walk because nothing compares to that high that they're going to get from that binge. And that's why recovery can be so hard is that you're leaving that behind. It's not only a coping mechanism, it's something that's really enjoyable. And so leaving that behind, especially when there's nothing to fall back on, can be really scary, terrifying, and hard to let go of. And um, also, people then are also scared of the capabilities because of their capabilities, because they feel like with bulimia in their life, they can't trust themselves to try. They can't trust themselves to create anything else because they think, I can't get this under control. What am I going to do? Even though I see quite the opposite with a lot of people, a lot of people with bulimia are pretty high functioning. They're doing so much in their lives, and yet they make bulimia mean that they aren't quite as accomplished or they can't just figure these things out or they're really not as good as what they say they are. What I want to recommend for you and your recovery, wherever you are, even if you're already recovered and you're just listening to this podcast to kind of stay up to date and reinforce recovery habits, I want to encourage you to try to look for something that gives you joy this weekend or gives you some sort of 
thrill or explore some sort of passion that you've been thinking about doing, but you keep telling yourself, no, it's not practical. It's not for me. It's silly. I wouldn't even be able to accomplish it. Stop shooting down your dreams before you even get a chance to figure out if it's even going to be a reality for you. Try to expand your life and spend much more time outside of bulimia. And I promise you, the first time you do something purposefully, not trying to think about your eating disorder, your mind will want to distract you with food. Your mind will want to go back to thinking about binging, purging, all that sort of stuff. But I'm going to encourage you to try to stay strong and try to find something that lights you up and not give up till you find it. There's something out there for you that's much more important than what you're doing right now with bulimia. It's out there. And just because you're struggling with bulimia, doesn't mean that this is going to be how it is for the rest of your days. I see this a lot with people in recovery is once they don't have that passion, they don't have something else. It's kind of like one of my clients, she describes it as, I feel like I'm surviving and not thriving, which maybe she laughed because she thought it sounded cheesy, but I can relate. It's like when you don't have anything that lights you up, that makes you happy, that makes you you know willing to live, it's kind of like, what am I doing? So I'm suggesting you go find that. And I'm suggesting that it's extremely vital for recovery. It's extremely vital also to not relapse, to continue expanding your life um, in ways beyond bulimia is important for not only recovering, but staying in recovery, not going back to it. I noticed that in times where I'm not taking care of myself as much and in times where I'm not, don't really have much of a purpose or I'm not really focused on something, that's when I'm more likely to fall back into relapse. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but I have times where I've thought about relapse for sure. I've considered, and I've talked about on the podcast, talked to my Instagram. I tell clients these stories. Like there are definitely times where I am at risk of going back to bulimia for sure, but I don't because I continue, I first of all have a really sound basis of recovery. Really like I've laid out the bricks there of why I don't want to go back really good reasons why I don't want to go back. Then also I'm like, Oh, something's going on in my life here. That's why I want to go back. It's not that bulimia is so enticing. It's just that I don't feel like I have anything on the other side to hold me here. And that's why expanding your life so far beyond bulimia is so, so important. And for those of you that don't know what you want to do, that's really exciting. You have an opportunity to go explore. You have an opportunity to try out tons of things. You have an opportunity to live your best life and dream, right? And for those of you guys that aren't aren't sure, and then maybe you kind of have this like dream deep down and you're like, yeah, I kind of want to do that one thing, but I don't know if it's really going to work out. How do you even know if it's not going to work out? You never will know unless you try. It's kind of like when I dyed my hair or bleached my hair this year. I never knew unless I would try. And now after I had bleached my hair last year, um, I will never do that again because it's such upkeep and it was horrible in so many ways. And uh, my hair is less healthy now because of it. And I have to like condition my hair like crazy to make my hair appear normal. However, I would have not known those facts had I tried. So with all of these ramblings, I am just trying to say, that a big piece of bulimia recovery doesn't even have to do with bulimia recovery. It doesn't have to do with how to pause before binging, um, talking to a coach or therapist or getting um, going to treatment. It doesn't have to do with um, how much food you eat or don't need 
or eat or how to eat normally. It has to do with what you're doing with your actual life and what you're doing to build your life back up again and how you're expanding your life outside of your eating disorder and making your life bigger and bigger and your eating disorder smaller and smaller till it has just a little piece on your in your photo book in your history and it's nothing more than that a blip a little a passing memory i want bulimia to be so small in your life that you forget sometimes that it was a piece of it and i hope that for all of you i really do so my assignment for you this weekend is to go out and at least spend some sort of hour doing something that doesn't have anything to do with bulimia recovery health and food related things something that is completely outside of that realm. Don't listen to this podcast. Don't do anything like that. Just go out and have fun and experience the world. Do try a new hobby. It doesn't have to be perfect. Try painting, try doing cartwheels outside or something like that. Um, If you've been wanting to have a family, what's one step you could take closer to having a family? I know that's a big goal. A lot of people think, but they put themselves down for it and they judge themselves for it. Think about, let yourself dream basically this weekend is what I'm trying to say. Let yourself be a little kid again and think about all the things that you actually would want to do if they could actually be real. Think about your wildest dreams and don't judge yourself and say they're not possible. Really think, if that were real, what would it be like? What would I feel like? What would I do? And what would I have to do to get there? And the self-doubt's going to come in. Self-doubt's a hater for sure. I have it all the time. Anything I do, it's like this Eeyore monster on my shoulder that's like, you know, you can't do that, right? Just tell Eeyore to shut up for a minute. Tell him, tell him he can take a break. Be like, I know Eeyore, I know all the self-doubts, but before we let all the self-doubt in, just think for one second about how it could be possible. And I promise you, it will feel good. It will feel good to dream and it will feel good to not think about freaking bulimia recovery all the time. I mean, I know that it's important to focus on your recovery. That's part of the thing that you have to do is you have to really hunker down and put in effort, but it's also fun not to think about it and to think about things outside of that. There's so many more important things going on and the more you can let yourself dream and expand and spend time outside of this realm, the better. So. With that, I'm going to leave you. I hope that this podcast helped you today. And if you want more, please check out my Instagram and um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.